the passage we read this morning is one of the most familiar in Scripture. Each year around this time, and as it will be this year over the next few weeks, in many churches, in many places across the land, these verses will be read. They are familiar to many. But do we hear what they have to say? Does the meaning of it come through to our hearts and grip us? Have we heard it as the word of God? And when we hear it, do we hear it afresh? Or do we let the words just drift past us? Comfortable in our familiarity. There's always this risk when things are familiar to us that perhaps we don't hear what is being said. Doesn't touch our hearts. Fill us with faith. As we come to these verses, we, we're going to, to look at the words of Elizabeth. After the angel Gabriel had, had finished speaking to Mary, he departed. Amidst the astonishing news that he had brought to Mary, the joyous news, There was this fact that her cousin Elizabeth, her elderly cousin Elizabeth, was to have a baby too. Verse 34. And behold thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. Mary's reaction to all the words that Gabriel had told her, to the promises he had given her, were words of humble faith. Verse 38, and Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. It's then, that we find that she set out to go and visit Elizabeth with haste. She did not waste time. She did not delay. She went to visit Elizabeth as quickly as she could. When she arrived, we're not told the details of what Mary said. We are, however, given detailed information about what Elizabeth said to Mary. And this is what we're going to look at for a few minutes. Firstly, and verse 
42, we read, And she spoke, spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women. Blessed art thou among women. By the Holy Spirit, Elizabeth knew that Mary's blessing was far greater than her own. Without any hint of envy, she poured forth her heart to acknowledge how the Lord had blessed Mary. She was indeed rejoicing with those that rejoice when good things happen to others. It's good to share in their joy, to see it as the hand of God's favour. The word blessed means so much more than simply to be happy. Here it is talking about the hand of God upon Mary, about God's favour towards Mary. Mary was uniquely blessed amongst women. Elizabeth saw that in Mary's baby, the long-awaited promise of a Messiah, a Savior, was being fulfilled. Looking back through the Scriptures, we see that great, that great warning to Satan, that great promise to the woman in Genesis 3 verse 15. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel. The promise that was renewed to Abraham. Genesis 22 verse 18. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be Blessed, thy seed, singular, not plural, as the Apostle Paul so carefully pointed out to us. We're familiar with many of these words. Isaiah 7 verse 14, therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive the very son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Mary was Uniquely blessed amongst women. But she was just an ordinary woman. She was singly favoured of God's grace. But she remained just a woman. A woman of faith by God's grace. It was the Lord's favour upon her. That was the blessing. Mary was given the word of God. Mary was given the promise of the Savior. All of us here have been given the word of God. We have it before us in the scriptures. God's complete word. We've been given more of it than Mary was. 
we've been given. Not only the promise of the Savior, but we can look back and actually see what the Savior has done. His finished work on that cross. And how indeed he saves his people from their sins. Do we treasure God's word? Do we know the favour that is ours through having been blessed with it? Do we give God the glory? Are our hearts filled with faith? Mary had the blessed privilege of looking after Jesus as a baby and as he grew up. We have the blessed privilege of hearing the good news, the gospel. We have the privilege of knowing the good shepherd if we put our trust in him. If we call upon the name of the Lord, we can say, the Lord is my shepherd. We can look back and see the wonder of the resurrection and have the promise of his coming again to receive his own unto himself. Oh, we do pray that God's word may be precious to you today. The message of the Savior who has come, his finished work, his resurrection, the promise of his coming again. Elizabeth said to Mary, Blessed art thou among women. Secondly, we see there in verses 42 and 43, uh, the words, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, my Lord. The baby leapt in Elizabeth's womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she now knew that Mary's promised son is her Lord. At this time of year, we we often think of the baby in the manger. Sweet thoughts, precious thoughts, vital seeing that it is. But... There is so much more here than a mother with a baby laying in a manger. This is about the coming of the eternal son in meek humility. 
living the glories of heaven. To lie humbly in that manger. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 7. Verse 5 rather. Philippians 2 verse 5. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Who being in the form of God. Thought it not robbery to be equal with God. But made himself of no reputation. And took upon him the form of a servant. And was made in the likeness of men. This promised baby to Mary. This baby that was born to Mary. This baby that would lie in that manger. The eternal son. His incarnation. The eternal son became a man. This is he who met, who Elizabeth called my Lord. He did not come to live a princely life. He came to humbly die. Philippians 2 again, verse 8. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. What humiliation was his to be cursed. He who knew no sin, not one thing that was wrong in his life. He never had to be told off, even as a young child. Think about that. I think one or two of us here may on occasion have been told off for being slightly naughty. I know that can be hard to believe, but I think it's true. Just, just have that idea. But when God sees us, he sees all our sin. Even the things that are hidden inside you. That's a shocking thought, isn't it? God looks on what you're thinking. He looks on your heart. You can't fool God. And it's for sinners that Jesus came to die. The eternal son. He laid down his life for people like you and I. Philippians 2 verse 9. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. When Mary visited Elizabeth, Elizabeth bowed before her Lord. In her language, she was recognizing who Jesus is. What about you? 
Do you know Jesus as your Lord today? Have you bowed before him as your Savior? Confessing your sin, confessing Christ as Lord of your life. Elizabeth, no dead. One day, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But that will be a solemn day for many because it will be a day of judgment. They will not be bowing before the Saviour. But before the judge, this is the day of grace where the good news is proclaimed and whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. May we with Elizabeth say, my Lord. When the wise men came from the east, we read Matthew 2 verse 11. They saw the young child with Mary as mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. They came to meet the newborn king. They came to offer their precious gifts. They came and worship. Elizabeth made this personal confession of her faith. She said, my Lord. This is individual. This is personal. Is he your Lord? Romans 10 verse 9 tells us. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So we have seen Mary said, Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, my Lord. Thirdly, we see the blessing of belief. Elizabeth said in Luke chapter 1 verse 45, And blessed is she that believed. For there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. When we are reading this passage in Luke chapter 1, we should remember the background. The background was Zacharias had received a gracious, a tremendous promise. He had not believed. He had not believed. Verse 20 of, tells us, And behold, 
Thou shalt be dumb, and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. Surely it is true to say that, that Elizabeth had seen the consequence of unbelief. She had been reminded through the fact that Zacharias had been unable to speak that unbelief, a failure, a refusal to believe the word of God has costly consequence. But when she met Mary, she met a young woman who was filled with belief, filled with faith. She had received the word of God gladly and trustingly. Elizabeth was not feeling sad about Zacharias and his unbelief and the consequent difficulties that she no doubt faced because he could not speak. Rather, she was filled with joy and a sense of the Lord's blessing upon Mary and Mary's faith. When you hear the word of God, do you receive it with faith? Or do you treat it with scepticism, unbelief and doubt? When we see Mary and Elizabeth, we see these two ladies, two great examples of faith. They received God's truth. Believingly. And they acted upon it. Our world is full of many enticements, many promises. But it's also a world full of trouble and strife. Often the two go together. We live amidst days of difficulty. But our hearts should be focused on the Lord. His word, what he has promised to us. The words of First Peter chapter 3 and the 15th verse are very vital. In the face of difficulties, this was Peter's advice. But sanctify the Lord in your heart. See him as he is. The Lord of glory, the Savior who came to save. He who rose triumphantly. The Lord of glory, exalted. Before whom every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. 
Oh, may we know the blessings of a belief. This is personal. Faith is very personal. Blessed is she that believed. Could this be said of you? Blessed is she that believed. Blessed is he that believed. It's true of all who believe. Who take God's word on trust. Who build their lives upon it. Oh dear friends at this season. May we see the wonder. Of the eternal son come. God's gift come to be made sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Second Corinthians 5.21 says Can you say with Elizabeth My Lord Oh as we see the Familiar scenes of festive joy. May we know that the true joy is found in the blessing of Christ Jesus as Savior and Lord. Amen.